My goodness, what a way to open up for the late night conversations. We've been dancing in studio minus Phineas and Doba. He never danced. I don't know this guy, man. Welcome to the show. That was Yonder's sister, a 63-year-old, yeah? 63-year-old Congolese musician who is just not aging at all. The way she moves that waist, aye. Aye, aye, aye. No wonder they call her the queen of Roomba or the queen of Sukhus. I mean, if you uh, love uh, Congolese music, this uh, definitely should have put you in a grand mood. 10 minutes after 10. Welcome to it once again. I'm Patricia Antuli with me on the team, Phineas Ndoba, who never dances, but he's the technical producer. And one day I'm hoping he'll keep up to his promise that he made last year, that he'll show me his dance moves. Benzito Ricotso, he's uh, aka DJ man of the show. He chose the song, wanted us to take us straight into uh, Congo. He's also the producer of the show, content producer and the aka boss man of the show. In the newsroom, Greg Rose, he'll be back again with the final bulletin at 11 o'clock. And these are the A-team guests that are going to be joining us today. Uh, Justin uh, Joel, who's a program design lead at Smart Start, is going to be talking to us in our education conversation about early learning programs that are set to empower children and adults. So we're not doing any ageism. I know some people usually say, well, most of the programs that talk education and empowerment are around young people. This particular program is for both children and adults. So make sure you're tuned in. We'll also be joined by a team guest, uh, Matapelo More, who's a professional engineer, talking to us about women in male dominated industries and how they are finding um, those industries, but also how they're making great strides to open up more room for more women in industries like engineering. After 11 o'clock, we speak to Coach Matawe Matsopola, who's our uh, coach in the Closet Conversations as we focus on the family. Pull her down syndrome is what we're going to focus in. PhD, pull her down syndrome. It's Women's Month, I know. And I, I, I know that a lot of women are right now saying, um, stand together as women. But why only this month? What happens throughout the year? What happens January until December, excluding the month of August? Are we really standing for each other in corporate, in families? Are, are we doing the right thing in our communities as women? Well, uh, Coach uh, Matawa Matsopula is going to be joining us after 11 to talk to us about that. To interact on the show, you can get me on 011-714-2006. Keep that number on speed dial, please. And do use it. If you'd like to WhatsApp, you get me on 614 SMS is go to 41391 and they're charged at 150. You are also able uh, to get us on social media platforms at SAFM Radio at uh, Patricia N. Nduli using the hashtag SAFMLNC. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Education Conversations. Let's welcome Justin Joel, who's program design at a Smart Start, uh, talking about uh, early learning program, uh, which are aimed at empowering children and adults around uh, South Africa. Uh, Justice, uh, Justin, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Uh, I'm great. How are you? 
Yeah, I'm good. I was wishing I was there because I like to dance. I'm sad you were enjoying the music. <laughs> the music sounded great. The music was awesome. Look, hopefully um, when uh, we are all ready to welcome guests into the studio, one day you'll come in. And uh, before the show, you and I will do a bit of <laughs> rumba <laughs> and uh, sukus. <laughs> I'll have to work on my Listen, I'm not much of a dancer. I think you are the one who's going to teach me how to dance. <laughs> so, <laughs> Justin, education is quite a, a very important thing, especially when it comes to early learning and, uh, you know, the formative uh, uh, stages of uh, learning. But sometimes we are just not getting it right um, as, as mm. parents, caregivers, educators, the education department. And uh, clearly this is why you have come up with this uh, particular awesomeness uh, called uh, um, Smart Start. Tell us more about it, please. Sure. So um, Smart Start is actually a, a, a national delivery platform. And what we're trying to do is to enable quality and affordable early learning opportunities to be um, delivered across the country. So I think you might know that and though the early learning um, time is so important for children, not all children, and in fact, over a million children in South Africa are not accessing um, appropriate early learning opportunities. And so what we Smart Start is, has done is built a national delivery platform to try to, to meet that need. Um, and we, we do that together with um, our implementing partners. So we have franchises across the country who are supporting that delivery. Um, it's a social franchise model, so it's sort of supporting that delivery across the country. And at the same time, we, we enable the support of first establishment and training of early learning practitioners who are then supported by coaches to deliver the program across the country. So, yeah, that's that's the model. It's it's really about trying to ensure that, um, we, that, that not only are we enabling women to to start these early learning programs and offer them in their communities, but also that we ensure children have the right foundations they need for success um, in their lives. I mean, are, are these now uh, programs that are over and above uh, the basic education that uh, perhaps children will be embarking on? Obviously, for adults, it's a different story altogether. Mm. So, so this is really the years before formal schooling. So currently, that's the years up until um, grade R is your moment of formal schooling. So the early learning always refers to the time from birth, actually. And some people say even before birth, but from birth until one would um, join grade R, which is at five. So it's that period. It's the preschool period, which is so critical now that we know all the research is starting to point about to that. And I can share more of that if you're interested around how how important that phase in your life is for later success. Schooling builds on that. So if we have the right skills in place, skills and behaviors in place when we start school, we have a much better chance of success. So though in the past, I think people sort of waited for school as the moment for when you would start learning, they're starting to understand actually it's happening from birth, from before you can talk, that actually the, the brain is developing at this time. And so it's so critical and important that children have access to quality early learning opportunities to enable them for later success. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited that, you know, as South Africa, we are now looking towards uh, this uh, early childhood development phase because that's the mm. phase where, uh, you know, a child is able to grasp concepts um, and, mm. and obviously excel when they get into uh, primary school learning. So uh, uh, how can people then make sure that they take this out into their own communities or they implement it in their own communities, Justin? So, I mean, I think there's a, there's a few things here. The one is, I think, it is together, you know, I think once we understand the importance of brain development from birth, 
and that, and what enables that. So it's not just um, about waiting for school, but it's about saying that what enables brain development is access to quality early learning. And that is a, the kind of process where, well, not only quality early learning, it's also in, in, enabled by, by health and nutrition and, and safe caring environments. But our particular focus is early learning. And when you look at early learning, what we're talking about is love your child, stay with your child, talk to your child. And those are simple things that that any family, parent, sibling, um, Google can provide for children. But what we haven't recognized in the past is how critical that is for success. And it's not just for the success of children. Um, you know, what we've also now seen is, you know, economists and governments have started to see it's also important for the success of countries. So there's quite a lot of research that points to good quality early learning that actually enables uh, better economies. Um, there's a really high return of investment for for countries if they invest at the early years, actually higher return on investment than if they invest at school level. So how people can take this out into their communities is to firstly to recognize what they do as a parent, a sibling, uh, carer of young children and how important their role is in actually preparing young children for success. But also when one is selecting a, a program like a preschool or so on, that one's selecting that with quality in mind. So that's really the drive, I would say, to people who want to take it out in communities, how they can really do that. It's to recognize the importance of early learning and then when they do look for that in a preschool or a service that they that they know and they start to ask questions about quality for their children. So it's really uh, a, a positive opportunity for children in their lives. Well, uh, definitely we want to make sure that in our communities there's positivity and children are having the best when it comes to education. Mm-hmm. A-Teamers, I want to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts about you know early learning um, in, in South Africa? Do you feel that programs such as a Smart Start are, are going to gear us for better um, education foundation in our country? And perhaps you've got questions for Justin, who's the program design. Um, and, and you might be running an early childhood development uh, or a community um, um, center that assists people to learn. Call in on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614104107. When you call in, ask the questions or give us the comments and uh, let's hear from you. So it is uh, 21 minutes after 10 and we here on the Late Night Conversations are talking education conversations with uh, Justin Joel, who's program design lead at Smart Start, talking um, how we can uh, make sure that um, education, especially for the foundation phase, is um, affordable and accessible for all in the communities. And I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? 011-714-2006. Justin, you were earlier on talking about how you merge with, um, you know, ECD centers and you said, you know, you could elaborate more on that for us. Please go ahead. Uh, Sorry, I was talking a little bit about uh, brain development that I could talk more about. Sorry, I didn't hear your question about the ECD centers. Yeah. So how do you develop the brains within, you know, the ECD centers? Yeah. Yeah, great. So, I mean, we support um, mostly women. many unemployed prior to joining Smart Start, we train and support and coach them and license them to deliver a quality early learning program. And that program is really built on sort of five pillars of what 
is a really effective program. One is that there's a stable and nurturing environment for children where they feel safe and loved, that there's lots of adult-child interaction so that there's a rich use of language. There's opportunities for child-directed and open-ended play. Many times people say, what, the children are just playing? No, they're not just playing. They're actually learning while they play, particularly if their teacher, their early learning practitioner is involved and engaged with their play. Um, interactive storytelling, so that that introduces them to new ideas, new concepts, imagination. And then importantly, we build strong relationships with, with parents or with the caregivers of children because it's so important what happens in the home that supports what's happening in, in, a, in an early learning program. So that's really you know, how one can support the quality of the program itself within, within the ECD center. Um, I think what's tricky in South Africa is that um, there, there are many barriers in place to enabling um, both the provision of early learning programs, but also once they are being provided to enable um, quality provision. And much research shows that it's not enough to be in an early learning program like a preschool um, to have good outcomes for children. To have good outcomes for children, there really must be a quality program in place. So it must have those components that I mentioned earlier in order for children to really grow and develop well. Now, you know, one of my other questions would come up when, uh, how do you then uh, ensure that, you know, the language is also uh, incorporated? So the, the language, mother tongue of a child in a particular mm. community, I mean, we've got 11 official languages in this country. Mm. So so for the lucky thing about many uh, preschools or early learning programs is often they're quite small, so they can draw children from the community around them. And therefore, the practitioner often speaks the language of the children in their community. I think what's been tricky in South Africa is we have a valuing of English because that is our latest schooling language. And so sometimes the preschool, you know, will also offer English. That that in itself is not, not a problem to be supporting children to learn English, as long as they're also supported to really have a strong foundation in their own mother tongue. That's been some work we've been doing about how people value and understand the, the importance of mother tongue uh, conversation, instruction, and learning for children. Also, I think one of the challenges has been that um, there, there haven't in the past been a lot of um, printed materials in, in our other uh, nine languages or ten languages. It's mainly been English and in the past Afrikaans. So we're growing more stories, ECD curriculum, that's really helping people see that it's possible to to offer really great programs in in the language that the children themselves speak. So we we really value that and think it's important. But it's challenging on the ground because parents often want um, their child to also learn English or to only learn English sometimes. So that's something we're really working hard at is, is building the value of, of the mother tongue instruction from early. Let me go to our A-teamer, Jay, who's on the line. Good evening, Jay. And good evening, uh, Patricia, and good evening to Justine. Uh, a, a very happy Women's Month to, not Women's Month only for this month, but the whole year, every day. Congratulations for bringing out one of the most beautiful topics. Yes, early learning uh, from what I've gathered and uh, read and researched, that the human body, the woman has to be physiologically, psychologically uh, must be well prepared ahead about the nutrition and a well-being, starting from them. When the baby is conceived, the baby is able to 
the uh, fetus start developing, you know, absorbing everything from the outside. Although we, uh, mm-hmm. we are not aware of it initially, but as the baby grows, the baby understands the mother tongue very, very easily. By f- five or six years old, a child is able to learn six languages. So introducing the mother tongue at school is very, very important. But at the same time, the global language has to be introduced. So uh, we have to prepare our youngsters, our girls especially, how to prepare the body for the forthcoming life. So going to preschool early childhood development won't be a problem at all. So fantastic, Justine, on your embarking on this kind of uh, program. I really, really congratulate you in stating that every language has to be respected and recognized in this country. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jay. So, uh, you know, Justine, clearly um, Jay agrees with this program that you have started. Mm. um, And you launched in 2015. So right now, how many uh, communities are you touching? How many students are you touching? So currently, we, as I mentioned, we're a, we're a social franchise, so we're a network of organizations across the country. We're in all nine provinces, and we have um, 13 franchises, so implementing partners. And they, in currently, we've trained over 7,000 early learning practitioners, but currently we have 5,000 what we call smart starters. So these are the mostly amazing, dedicated women, though there are some men. I want to shout out to them, the Smart Start Men. And they are running um, early learning programs, over 5,000 of them running early learning programs across the country. And they're currently delivering to over 40,000 children. So that's, that's where we are currently. We had a number of children, we've had much smaller numbers of children, obviously because of COVID in the last time, but that's been climbing as slowly people have... Um, returning their children and feeling safe to return their children to to early learning programs. So how do we get in touch with you and the team? So you can either find us on our website, um, smartstart.org.za. We're also, our head office is in Joburg, and we have Smart Start franchises in all of the nine provinces, but all their contact details is on our website. So that's probably the best place to reach us. Excellent. Thank you so very much for joining us, uh, Justine. It's been such a great pleasure. Thank you, Patricia. Take care.